Thanks for joining us uh, for this episode of Black Health Matters St. Louis. You know what we try to do here. It's important for us to control what we can control. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of things that we cannot. Uh, but one thing we can do is claim our health. Um, I'm on a personal mission uh, to get people out and active. We know all the negative stats and stuff like that. And so yeah. we don't we don't dive into that. We take a positive approach to about into how we can be healthier, live healthier and uh live a higher quality of life. And so I'm trying to get you to join some of these uh, movements of health, right? Get out and join some of these black walk groups, black run groups, black bike groups. Today, we're going to talk about black mountain biking Yay! groups and crazy nutso folks. <laughs> um, and I've got one of my favorite people here today. I can tell you the first time oh my gosh. this woman showed <laughs> up almost to the day so we uh, we've got this little thing we call uh, Black People Bike. Yes, we get together every Sunday, and uh, it was just a random kind of thing. You know, we're just jumping on some bikes uh, on Sunday. Started out with just me, my wife, and a couple of her uh, friends, three, four people. Uh, we rode a couple of Sundays. It got caught on. People started hearing about it, and I posted a video on on Facebook. And we got the next Sunday, we got about ten more people to come. Awesome. The next Sunday was 20 people. And before you know, we got a gang of people who keep showing up uh, for this biking group. Really early on, we were taking a, a ride. I think this was maybe about a year, year and a half ago. And it was one of those early rides. It was still cold and nobody was really coming out. There were probably like five of us that were riding. And uh, we got out on the Riverfront Trail uh, somewhere out north and... Um, the regulars were there. We pulled out. We were diehards. We, you know, it was going to be rainy, cold that day and windy. And there's a new car that shows up, a uh, Jeep with this fancy bike on the back of it. As a matter of fact, that I think you were parked before us. We may have yeah. beat us to the yeah. spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those folks. When you say wheels down at 8 a.m., I'm like wheels down at 8 a.m. Yeah. This little woman jumps out ready to roll. I was like, who is this little yellow woman that got out of this Jeep? Pulls this bike off. We jumped on those bikes and man, them legs were rolling on that bike. I was like, Angela is really that deal. She knows everything about biking. She was like, this is how you do this. It's cases. And so we realized on that day that we were bikers and not cyclists. And so Angela's been teaching oh, us about the world no. of cycling you, ever since. Thank you. We got Miss Angela Williams hi. on today. What's up, lady? Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what to think about that introduction. I know it's that that is so yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, my, I got some. I got some. I got one thing I want to. I, I want to. Um, I used to introduce you though, because I think this this oh, really man. does capture it all. I um I found this. I said, boy, that really is um that's Angela, the happiest realist who is joyfully chronically disgruntled. Yes, is that my Facebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Tell I us am, about that. that. Oh wow, that is interesting. You asked me about that. Um. Okay, so it's so funny you described me the way you did, yeah. like, because I, I just, 
I'm just, I've always been awkward. I'm a super awkward person. Um, I am an introvert at nature. And people are always like, you ain't an introvert. No, there's yeah, no right. way. I'm like, I'm a total introvert. Like, I'm gregariously introverted. I go social mode until I'm done, and then I shut it down. Um, I'm probably at nauseam a realist. Like, I have just very, like... You know, I, I tried to bring some optimism, but I usually have to go back to realist. And I'm chronically disgruntled. Just, <laughs> just, I, I just, my, like, my boyfriend or my best friend, if they're watching this, they'd be like, yeah, but they're the same, especially my best friend. I, but, I get that all the way. And it's not your a crap. Your joy is, is ever present, and your push to make things better is always there. And, yeah, and in some level that, so... Yeah, so so here's the here's the thing. Nobody who is comfortable changes anything. Right? Change does not come from a position of comfort. Yes. Change in all of us only comes when we are at a place of discomfort. So I am somebody who welcomes discomfort into my life. I welcome being uncomfortable. I welcome not liking the position I'm in. Um, because that's when, right, um, you say something's got to give, right? Um, depending on the pain, right? Like, I really think one of the biggest things in my life, and some of that quote on my Facebook page about me is, I am somebody who really has embraced the discomfort and sometimes pain of life, Um whether it is on the bike, which is a different type of pain, which one of the reasons I like biking and climbing and these things is because they can be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and I, um, being a mental health specialist, think that, and just being a human being, just my life has taught me that sports are so important to me and I think can be important to other people because I say how somebody behaves in the moment of, of push whether they're biking or playing soccer or football or tennis or climbing, that is a revelation of them. That is exactly, you know, so if somebody oh, yeah. hits, if somebody's in pain on the bike and they are, you know, just they shut down, that's how that person handles discomfort in life. They shut down. If somebody is in pain climbing and they just need a break and they want to work through it, that's what they do, sure. right? You know, it's like, okay, if they become anxious on the wall, they're, I'm like, that, that you yeah. become anxious. So I really, that's why I really embrace like, this is hard, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Is it, is it, do I need to escape it? Mm -hmm. Is it actually bad? Are we mm -hmm. getting in a situation that's not good? Because that's yeah. a good judgment call too, knowing when you need to exit, right? Mm -hmm. Or is this discomfort just something that, I don't like right now. Yeah. And, and then what do I need to do to move through that? So I don't know. That's a long answer to my no. Facebook yeah. page, but it, that's me. Chronically disgruntled, chronically <laughs> in, like just what is happening and chronically questioning is like me or the rest of society and what I should like I do the, about it? I yeah. like the chronic joyful piece of that. Yes, I that, am joyful yeah. as well. So, you know, I'm a part of the experiential learning generation, right? That the best thing you can do is step out of the classroom and step into the experience. Right. Right. And so that's kind of what we do in all of this biking, running, hiking stuff. Right. You know, is get people together. It's hard to keep a mask on 
when you're struggling yes. breathing. Yeah, right? right. That's so <laughs> funny, right? Like, so when you write or you do things yeah. with people, you're like, that, okay, it all just falls away because they're yeah. being pushed and that you just cannot maintain mm. what I like to call people's representative. That's right. Too long. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> you're just like, oh, that representative, like, oh, you were repping hard. And now it's like, Ooh, this is real. It's like, yes, it is. You know, and And I think that's the essence of like when we come together, like you, we've all become or created these communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one about biking in particular, the one that we share on Sundays is that everybody says that this is such a beautiful community to join because there are no representatives. Right. It's just everybody, just real people. And and you hear that so often right. the word real, genuine. Um, we like each other. Right. And I love it because that's a place that is sometimes hard to find uh, mm-hmm. for us. Right. And so I want to spend some time talking about these various communities. But mm-hmm. we were talking a little bit earlier about you finding your community. You said you described yourself as a black biracial yeah. person. Yeah. Tell me about that. So, yeah. So my, I, I am adopted. Um, mm-hmm. My adoptive family is all, they're, they're whites. They're Caucasian folks, Catholic, mm-hmm. Saint, mm-hmm. very typical St. Louis, South County, woo, Oakville, Melville, <laughs> Rephard, <laughs> um, right, you know, right. Afton, woo, woo, uh, area. So I have obviously, um, kind of struggled with my racial identity my whole life up mm-hmm. until probably my 30s actually mm-hmm. not knowing from a very early age you know i i have a funny saying like you know white people they they know who's white and who's not do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i used to tell my mom and dad you know they just like well you know we we they they were well-meaning people that loved me and just didn't you know they had no idea how to raise this child that they adopted they were like we just loved you so much and wanted you you know um and i said you know it's interesting i say I probably grew up more black in this all-white community than i would have anywhere else because i knew the moment i hit school that i didn't i was different do you know what I'm saying? Like they, you were let to know, like, you know, you tell I look at me, like, I'm light, you know, I'm light, I'm light skinned, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but when you go to school and, you know, I have a big Afro and my hair was, you know, tight and curly, like those kids were like, who's this, you know? Um, so I struggled with that. You know, I wanted my hair to be straight. You know, when you're a kid, you just want to be like everybody sure. else. Right. Um, and my mom, bless her heart. I mean, I think like every day she combed my hair, it was like the the scene from Color Purple. You know, she's like, got my head between. She's like this poor white with like a, like a single tooth comb. I'm like, now I think about like, what were you doing with like nothing? I'm like, you're hurting me, you know? Okay. So I just, over the years, I just really, you know, have gone back and forth between who am I? And, you know, I, I guess in high school um, was the junior high was actually the first time um, I came across I, a black woman. I was in junior high. It's the first time I had a relationship with a, a, a black woman. It was a friend of my mother's and she um, from work and my mom was struggling with my hair and was talking about it. And she said, I will come help you with her hair. Wow. Um, and she came over and I really wanted my hair at that time. You know, perming your hair was huge. Mm-hmm. I really wanted my hair straightened and she relaxed my hair and you couldn't tell me nothing. 
So I just back and forth, you know, now I wear my hair natural, but you know, back and forth. So this is where I've come to is really, um, black people. We, we look, we're all very different mm -hmm. looking, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we look different ways. Um, I can show you, I know people who are part of the black community that you straight hair, you know, biracially mm. black that just, you know, but are like very much like I identify, right. I am a part of the black community. Um, and, and, you know, all across the whole spectrum, right. Sure. Um, beautiful, dark, beautiful women and men, you know, and mm. children. So we're just, we're a spectrum of people. And what I realize is how I feel the most comfortable is that I am a biracial black woman. So I, I still honor the fact that my mother is a white woman and my father is black. But I can't, I'm not white and don't have a desire to be. Do you know what I'm saying? Have zero desire to be. I'm proud of who I am. And so I'm also proud of who raised me and who my mother was. So that's what I, has brought I me here. I appreciate that. That's such an education for me. It really, it really is. And I want to lean into uh, some of the work that you're doing. Like you are a, a healthcare professional. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But most people outside, like most people know you as the bike lady. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, right? like oh, Angela <laughs> likes bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so tell us about, cause we want to, we want to spend a little bit of time talking about, um, this initiative, this thing that just happened in a, a few weeks ago that you were a part of, yeah. right? We got black people bike, but you're doing something a little bit <laughs> beyond. I biking. don't know. It's beyond. It's just different. It's beyond for me. It's just it's, <laughs> right. Right. But that's the whole thing, right? It's always beyond until you're like, Oh, it's just different. And yeah. so you get that exposure. So mountain biking. So, yes. okay. So I am kind of, I, by nature, am just kind of an adventurous, you know, mm -hmm. all in. I, the injuries I had as a child, we won't get into them. Yeah. Um, kind of human being, right? Um, see, see, you say, as soon as you say mountain biking, you talk about injuries. No, I, well, see, I'm sorry. Well, I'm trying, come no, together. no, hold on. So, no, <laughs> hold on. So I shouldn't, uh, maybe that's the first thing I should mention. No, that's exactly what I'm but, saying. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I just tend to seek out these kind of like, Things, these novel, okay. I guess would be searched, some novel things, right? Uh -huh. So I also like to rock climb. I gotten a little bit hurt rock climbing, so was told, don't rock climb for a couple months, you need to heal this thing. I was like, fine. I was a little restless on my couch, and I had always been cycling. Um, I I got my first bike like 13 years ago. Uh -huh. um, it was a it was a, a road bike, uh -huh. um, and I was in like graduate school or school, and I, I so I think I almost had a heart attack riding from Big Shark. So I bought it from the the Big Shark that used to be on Del Mar. Yeah. Right? That's where I got and, my first bike. Yeah. yeah. And I, I lived in Clayton at mm -hmm. the time, in the Moorlands, mm -hmm. two miles away. I thought almost died in front of the WashU Danforth campus. Like a mile in, I was just like, how am I going to make it? You know? <laughs> so that's where I started, right? To where I'm at now. So it's a progression. So I just rode recreationally. I was climbing a lot, got injured climbing, had to mm -hmm. stop. And so I was like on the couch like, board what am I going to do what am I going to do I you know and, and and then I somebody gave me a gift certificate to a bike shop a pretty decent gift certificate so I went in and uh I was like well, well what happened before that is I could only hike mm -hmm. 
So I went hiking with some friends and somebody came by us on a on bike. A bike. On, on a trail. Yeah. In St. Louis. I was at Castlewood Park. You were at Castlewood. I was at I was Castlewood. And yep. I was on the Grope Peter, I think it's pronounced Grope Peter Trail. Uh-huh. And a, a, to hike it at the time, uh-huh. I was like, what? I'm walking over all this stuff. Uh-huh. And somebody took a bike down this stuff. Yes. And I was like, that is the best thing I've ever seen. I want to do that. How do we do that? And so I went and I said, hey, so I admit, so they're like, well, don't go there right away. But <laughs> they sold me a, a very entry level mountain bike. And I'm telling you what, I rode that thing into the ground. I put it over at Castlewood on what we call the flats. Mm-hmm. Um, barely rode the flats, which barely changes. I mean, just a flat trail. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately fell a few times, mm-hmm. but was fine. Yes. And I loved it. I thought it was the best thing ever. I See, res- but that's what, that's what, that's what may be holding some of a cyclist right, bike right. back a little bit. First time I went out, I had a friend uh, to, I bought a mountain bike because it was all I knew. It was a bike. It was a mountain bike, had a shock on it. And guy said, hey, let's go mountain biking. And I was like, okay. okay. We go out to Castlewood. I'm five seconds in, hit a blog, flip mm-hmm. over the handlebars. Yes. Bam. Yeah, it's like you're punch like, by Mike Tyson. You know like, what I mean? It. Yeah, I'm you're done. like calling it. But my ego wouldn't let it. So I get back on this thing and I'm riding, and it was scary. It was scary. So we're it riding or whatever. Be. That was the last time I went mom biking. Yep. So I, I, so getting, I think you're exactly right. Right. So one of the things about myself is, again, I am a kind of an introverted soloist. Mm-hmm. I will take this thing out. Uh-huh. To Castlewood on my own and kind of go to this flat area and start to adventure in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also at the time didn't know people in biking, uh-huh. right? So I was able to ask some very specific questions. I think that is key. So mountain biking is just a form of cycling, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. It's also a completely different discipline than road biking mm-hmm. um, or gravel biking, actually. It's done on a completely different bike. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know we say any bikes for anywhere. That's actually, I have a saying that, you know, there's a bike for very specific things. Like sure. there's a different bike for different things. We can try to make that go as far as possible, but at some point you're going to, might have to get the bike that fits because one of the things like mountain biking, if you do go on a bike, that's not appropriate, you are not going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very scary. The other thing can happen is we often see, um, people watch too much YouTube videos and they just see, you know, pe- barreling. No, it's like the Red Bull, you know, barreling. like, uh-huh, okay, stop. Uh-huh. That's downhill <laughs> insanity, right? You don't have to do that. Most people actually do not do that. Um, and if you don't, aren't with the right, if the person you're with takes you is um, not skilled in bringing new people in or doesn't remember, often what happens is we get into a sport and we forget what it was like the first day time we one. got on that. What what was, I mean, day one at Castle in the Flats, there was like a little bump and I was like, can I go? I mean, like, it, and I was like, oh, you know, I mean, so we forget what that feels like. And so really the key of getting anybody into a new sport, especially something like mountain biking, right? is to choose the terrain and the place appropriately, Sure. right? Like, I like to do small wins and mm-hmm. just say, just get the bike, 
right? Get, rent your bike, buy your first, inter, you know, your first entry bike. Don't, no, break the bank on your first, you know, and just go out there with somebody that you trust. And I say, you're on a win if you show up and you just put the That's bike right. on a little dirt. That's right. I don't care if we do a half a mile. That's right. Just so you'd be like, okay, I did that and I, yeah. I'm okay. It's like, you are okay. And tomorrow we'll do two, we'll do a mile. Yeah. And then, you know, then you'll be like, we'll do two miles. And before you know it, you'll do this whole flat area. And then, you know what, we'll talk about, you know, and there are some things in mountain biking. There's mm -hmm. some essentials that we need to talk about when we get on the bike, but mm -hmm. they're very yeah. doable for anybody. It's very simple. And this, remember these few things and let's go ride our bikes. That's the, that's the principle for almost everything. Everything. Yes. Right. You got to ease into it. Got to ease folks. Into it's this best stuff. that you go with somebody. Yes. It's best if that somebody understands or remembers what it was like the first yes. time. Yes. Right. Yes. Somebody can ease you into, ease this you into these things. That's, these are the same principles of all of this stuff. Yep. What I love about this conversation about biking and exercise and fitness is that it, it's almost like a metaphor for life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The two things I want you to talk about before we run out of time today. One is I want you to tell me a little bit about um, um, what, how do we begin to connect uh, mountain biking, being out in places like NWA. Yeah. Northwest Arkansas. Right. Yeah. And what's the connection with... Black folks in those spaces, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. So tell us about the connection between those things. Yeah. And then where do we go from here? Oh, yeah. So that that's a big, that's a big one. So one thing that I think we need to start doing is showing more black and brown faces on mountain bikes, which is why I loved minority mountain bikers. Um, Harry Hill, minority mountain bikers mm -hmm. is becoming a national group, people all over um, in so just showing those pictures of those of us and 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 and, and those pictures mm -hmm. of us in NWA recently, Northwest Arkansas, riding on mountain bikes. Um, so one exposure. Mm -hmm. um, two is we have to just reframe our own thinking first. I think um, our community has a lot of "we don't do this" statements mm. um, that Say really that. hold us. Our community, we don't do our that. community is the worst. <laughs> like, like, you know, like we, I know a lot of fingers I get pointed. I always say, you know what? I, I get the most like, girl, you know, we don't do that. I'm yeah. like, we do do that. <laughs> we are doing that. Please stop saying we don't swim. Please stop saying we don't ski. Mount, ski. Uh, there's whole black ski. There's whole black skiing yeah. groups. Like, like half the people that showed up at more minority mountain bikers all when they're not riding bikes down those mountains in, in the summer, they're skiing down them. Do you know what I mean? So, like, please stop saying, you know, so first is, I think we really have to start at home here yeah. in St. Louis, yeah. you, you know, yeah, yeah. where we are locally. So, first of all, we have a ton of mountain biking trail here. It is kept up by Gateway Off-Road um, Cyclists. It's, it's Gork. It is a org. I mean, really, it'd be great just to go help them trail build and like see like these are the trails you walk and hike and and people take horses on you know it is mountain biking association in in this state that is keeping up those trails mm. um mostly not all of them but about a lot of them right um so it's that hard work the next thing is i really think just a little exposure right like um showing you know like for instance um our bike rides on Sundays, right? Like 
bringing a mountain bike, talking about that bike. Like it's, it, it's, it's not going to bite you. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It looks different. Um, we can get on that because honestly, a majority of um, African-American cyclists are on road bikes. That's just the stats, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's known. It's, it, it's actually part of our history, right? Um, oh, yeah. um, right. Major Taylor. Major Taylor, yes. right. We, we, we very much right here, right? We're like we get it, right? Um, but we don't see that with mountain biking. And so that still feels like a we don't do that sport, but mm. definitely it's just another way to be on two wheels. We still need a Tiger Woods of mountain right, biking. Right, right. And I'm telling you, you know, but we, we can't get that, right, mm. if we don't break down the barrier if we don't bike that way, right? Like we, mm. Which is why NICA and getting the NICA scholarships out there for our youth is so important Yeah, um, to get that exposure for them. You know, and I'm not asking, you know, you know, you know, you don't, you can race or not race, but just letting them know, like there's, there's this other thing. So the the woods part, you know, I, I think we're, we're, you know, there's a cultural reason and historical reason why black folks don't go in the backwoods. <laughs> you know, that's where a lot of stuff went down, uh, you know, um, and in Missouri, let's just be honest, you, you know, I, I'll be straight up, you know, there's some trails that I love that I go to and I bike past, you know, I, I drive past the house that has a Confederate flag hanging on the front. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just say, you know, my thing in life is you do you, I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. Let's just not have an issue with one. Another. I can tell you, I've never had an issue. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I've went very South in Missouri and done bike races. Um, and I'm the only, mm-hmm. no. BIPOC person present, right? And mm-hmm. I've never had an issue. I also know a lot of people in mountain biking. I also am very, um, I will say this too for me personally, because I know somebody's thinking about it. I'm also very aware of the complexion of my skin mm-hmm. as a person who identifies in the black community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's colorism. And I understand that um, I, I only get I only get BIPOC about this close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, about this, about, you know, about this close. You're like, uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh is that white? Okay. And no, she is not white. About right here that happens, right? Um, so, you know, I understand that I've got some, uh, you know, that's the thing. It's just, it's the truth. Um, but those are the ways we need to bridge that gap. We need more exposure. Mm-hmm. We need to just, you know, for our group locally, mm-hmm. just have a day. Yeah. Get to know it. Sure. Go someplace safe and, 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 you know, and reasonable and just peep. Some people like, I love it. Mm-hmm. And some people like, it's not for me. But you, I don't think it's fair to say that until you try it. And then yeah. if you don't want to try it, don't, that's fine too. We were having this you conversation know? and you said something that I thought was awesome. You said that this is not something new for us. This is really a return to the uh, land for yeah, us. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I. I do find it interesting, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and this is something I heard echoed on a podcast. They're talking about black health and black community and, mm-hmm. and sport and, and, and mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cannot remember who it was. I wish I could you know, give sure. them credit, but that was the conversation. And I happened to be in Chicago at the time mm-hmm. um, driving around, um, and they were just talking about, like, we, we've really become disconnected from the land and in the woods. And while there are things that happened in these areas that were are tragedies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, historically, there are also, it's really, I think any historical 
tragedy is hard to be separated from historical roots, right? Yeah. While there are things, like we could admit, like these are tragedies and travesties against our community. It's also sharecropping and, 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 and even slavery in some ways and these things we experience are also where some of our cultural roots came from, the mm. food, right? Family, how we feel about family, how we extend our families, right? Um, our birth from the South and from these mm. roots. And it, it's like anything, anything terrible and bad also has a connection. Mm -hmm. And so as we moved out of slavery, right, and became sharecroppers, then we were farmers. Like we owned, we had, there was land, mm -hmm. you know? And so we are a people of natural food and, and growing our own food and movement and hard work. Like that's who we are. And then over time through um, different processes like, you know, the Civil War mm -hmm. um, and, and fleeing the South, we migrated, mm -hmm. rightfully so, um, historically to the North to escape. And, and to fight for the North, right, um, in, in exchange for freedom, right? Um, mm -hmm. And so we've landed, then the North is, is the North is the North. It's cities. It's sure. big cities. We're all the big sure. cities. So we were urbanized in that yeah. way. And so we have forgotten. Yeah. And it's a reason why I personally still love going to the South. Mm. Because when you go to the South... Um, whether it's New Orleans or Mississippi, sure. for all of its, for all, we're not going to get into that. I, I, yeah. I understand what history was for and, and is. I understand what some of it still can be. But when you go there, you are still feel a little like this is, a, you know, a little connection of our oh, it's U.S. historical roots. Like this is where almost all of our ancestors. Sure. Are, are from in this country, right? Our mm -hmm. American ancestors, right? This is where they're from, mm -hmm. right? In the South. So there is a, a little connection in that. Mm -hmm. And it does feel like they do, I feel like in the Southern, you know, in Arkansas, in these states, have a connection really to their land and their natural resources. And they really do value like this outdoor, um, it's ours too. And I'm talking about the black community, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like, these resources are ours soon. I really felt that um, in Arkansas, in, in that in that Northwest Arkansas area. Like, you know, there are a lot of black faces in Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, and coming from transplants, some people have been there forever. Some people are, like, moving from Colorado, Utah, California, mm -hmm. you know, and um, love it. Like, love it there. I mean, I think we could just, I think we have the capability to have some of that here. Um, because we do have good trails here. I, I, I want. I was. Um, I was listening uh, to Harry Hill and mm -hmm. and some of the the stuff that he's doing. He's actually from Washington D.C. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. this is the second time that you guys have uh, sort of organized this this um, experience in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. and uh, you described it as the Moab of the Midwest. Yeah. So I've been going down to um, Northwest Arkansas for a couple of years now because if you were a St. Louis area mountain biker slam mm -hmm. or you or you 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 bike in the St. Louis area. Mm -hmm. You know about Northwest Arkansas and everything that goes on because we, we watch trail builds like they're building a new trail. You know, so when Northwest <laughs> Arkansas, when the Waltons, so a little history, the Waltons, Walmart, they are single handedly responsible financially for funding all of the trail in, in Northwest Arkansas. Wow. Um, the Walton Foundation has done that. 
Um, so for all the things you can think about Walmart, you can't deny the fact, right? Mm -hmm. um, and with that, tourism has just gone through the roof and um, an influx of people have moved to this area to mm -hmm. experience the outdoor resources that they've brought together. Um, so we've been going down there in St. Louis for a while because mm -hmm. to go to Moab, you have to fly your bike, you have to do all these uh -huh. things, you have to rent a bike. So it's like you just go down there and there's all this trail, mm -hmm. right? Love Moab, nothing gets you. I mean, still go out there, love Colorado, love all those places. Um, but this has become an easy go-to. Um, I recently heard about Minority Mountain Bikers. So I went to Bentonville and rode, saw a friend of mine that's pretty active in the BIPOC community down there. And she had mentioned like, hey, are you coming for this Minority Mountain Bikers? I'm like, say what? What you say? You know, like, say it again. She said, Minority Mountain Bikers. I said, so like, a lot of minority folks on mountain bikes? She's like, yes. And I was like, I was not, but I will be. So I, um, Harry Hill is the founder and the owner of this group. Um, and he has, this is their second year at Bentonville. I just joined this year. It was a totally new experience for me. And I tell you, I was like, it's almost a little emotional. Like I had never seen that many black folks and brown folks on mountain bikes. Like, you know, you're like, it was another thing. I'm like, I found my people. Do you know? <laughs> and, and let me say this. I ride with anybody. Um, I have to. You have to. Sure. If I was in St. Louis, I was like, riding. I'm only, well, you wouldn't That's ride right. with nobody. That's right. That's right. Right? So I, you want to be oh, yeah. on two wheels. I'll, you ride a bike. You know the old saying, you ride a bike, I ride a bike. That's we right. should ride bikes together. We, we right? Bikes I mean, together. we ride bikes together. Yeah. Um, I think you can solve a lot of world problems by not talking about politics and just shutting up and riding bikes together. That's and I think it should be said, I'm so glad you brought that point up. Like, we just, we like riding. And we, but what we do is we ride with lots of folks. But we have to have groups like minority mountain bikers yes. and black people bike to center black right. people. For right. those, they are not. We don't segregate, discriminate. Right. Everybody's welcome to join. But what we understand is that we have to have, we have to consciously and intentionally create spaces where we center the health and well-being of black folks, otherwise they'll get lost in the shuffle. Right, because it is our responsibility as people in the community to do that, yeah. right? If you have a platform to do that, to do that. And it's so funny because I don't think any group that is BIPOC, black, you know, whether it's Latino or, or, or black or whatever, yeah. centered, has not taken flack for this, right? Mm -hmm. Well, why can't you just ride with people? Maybe like, I hear what you're saying mm -hmm. and I get, I hear you and I, I, I get it, but you don't understand what we're trying to say, right? Yeah. We're not saying that we can't all ride together. Nobody's saying that. That's ridiculous. Actually, we all ride together by default mm -hmm. because you outnumber us 50 to 1 on bikes. And by you, I mean Caucasian people out, outnumber minorities on bikes. Mm -hmm. uh, probably almost 50 to 1 is the last number I saw, right? Mm -hmm. so, so first of all, stop, right? Nobody's. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I say I ride white people bike all the time. I go to you and I've never complained, right? And don't complain and don't want to complain and, and actually enjoy these human beings. I These are great people. They're, I, I, they're single-handedly responsible for a lot of the education I have, mm -hmm. I, I, right? Um, but now I am going to be unapologetic mm -hmm. by giving that information back to my community, mm -hmm. right? And if you're a good person and with good intentions, that's what you would want me to do. So, I yeah unapologetically minority focused equally inclusive and welcoming to all Love right but right. won't apologize That's to anybody right. for giving back to 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 help lift up 
mm. and empower my own community. I'm not going to apologize for That's that. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and there, and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that most of the folks in in the community understand that. Trailnet has been so welcoming and I, inclusive. Yes, to, to, they yes. actually promote, uh, you know, minority biking because Absolutely. they realize in the city of St. Louis we've got to cut down the number of folks driving and hogging these streets and the pollution, everything. Absolutely, and that includes everybody. I think there are. I think the naysayers are far and few between. Yeah, I just think they suck the oxygen out of the room sometimes, and yeah. so we really have to like learn to be like, I hear you. Yeah, thanks for your opinion. Yeah. Wish you could, yeah. You know, but absolutely, that's the other thing about getting into to mountain biking or biking is I just want people to know, like, the people who are active in mountain biking are also very supportive of this movement, right? Of of brown faces on mountain bikes. I, you, you know, like it. They like how can we help? How can we help? The pandemic was a real hurt for everybody. There is a shortage of mountain bike rentals because I think what I understand, I don't know for a fact, is maybe a lot of the shops either sold off their fleets or or just are like, you know, or or down in bikes. Um, that is coming back, I think. Um, so I'm really hopeful that we'll be able to have more opportunities oh, to yeah. work with local shops and ask for rentals or rental discounts um, to get people. To, you know, because it's really hard. Again, you have to have the bike, right? right. And I'm not going to ask, or nobody would ask anybody to go purchase a bike. They're not sure they're going to keep forever, right? All right. So, so do me do me a favor as we wrap up. Tell me, you know, give me where what should people be doing right now? There are a couple of things that are coming up that we want to tell people about. Of course, every Sunday they can come out and ride with Black People Bike. Yes. Um, the 28th of April, uh, the uh, folks over at TrailNet are having an awesome uh, event to sort of celebrate all the new things that are happening mm -hmm. uh, in St. Louis, new pay, uh, yep. uh, trails and uh, uh, new opportunities to get engaged. Uh, what is that? What, what do you want to advertise right now? So um, everything you said, plus, you know, one local bike shops um, and clubs I'm really um, involved with, you know, Southside Cyclery, um, Deanna and Tim have been great. Um, they sell all kinds of bikes. They definitely have some mountain bikes. I definitely think it's a shop that eventually someday we could work with, yeah. with getting some, you know, Rentals that have been very, very supportive of, of this type of discussions. Yeah. Um, you know, we do have um, a local picnic coming up for, our, for, for the Southside Cycling Club. It's, you know, this weekend. People are more than welcome to come out to Cliff Cave Park. Um, if we have any extra mountain bikes around, we would love to, like, that's a very entry-level trail. Um, I would say I'm going to be on the lookout for some um, beginner type of mountain bike um, rides and, and kind yeah. of learning, even looking into it myself to maybe like, how can I get some people in community? Um, there's great people out there like Carrie Cash. And you know, mm -hmm. these are just random names of people. I think about Mary Piper, um, mm -hmm. some people. Um, those are the women that taught me how to mountain bike. That's great. Um, that I think that would be great. And like, can we get these guys, um, you know, Deanna, Tim to come together and, and like, you know, how do we just do like a little, it, you know, I think it starts with a little almost like field talk. Like we're sure. not even going to ride today. We're just going to get some mountain bikes out and take a look we're at gonna them. Ease, we're we're going to ease, ease into, into it. So into I think it. look yeah. for that because that's something okay. that I would really like to see happen for um, Black People Bike STL. And I would love, yeah. I would love, we have got to join Harry yes. and Minority Mountain Bikers next year in Bentonville because they have an excellent rental program going on um, where, I mean, those, those shops on there. I mean, they are on board. The whole actually at visit um, visit Bentonville. 
is on board. Mm -hmm. They, whatever they can do to keep this going, they're going to keep this going. So I think we have to go down there next year. We're doing it. We're doing we it. But go. you got to get us ready, right? I, I, we, we got to get us ready. We'll go through the whole training things, and development. Little, yeah, ease yeah, us into easing. it. That's great. I mean, before you know it, we're going to have to run like a mountain biking yeah. group and a road cycling group on Sunday. For, we watch out. Yeah. yeah, it's coming. Well, listen, Angela, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for joining yeah, in. Thank you. There's no coincidence that both of us are in healthcare. You're doing some really great work uh, with our young people in this yeah. region. Thank and you. Uh, uh, we both are trying yeah. to get people healthy and well in every way that we possibly can. Yeah. We don't need as many meds as we think we do. Yeah, you know, this we can is do true. Some, we, we can, can do, do some things. We can do some stuff, yep. right, for our yep. mental health, our well-being, uh, stuff that's in control. So um, we're asking you to get engaged, get in where you can fit Please. in. Um, join some of this movement that's happening. Your health matters. Black health matters. Absolutely. And Black Health Matters St. Louis. Thanks for joining us this week. Yeah, we'll catch you, you next time. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Angela. Thanks. We'll see great. you soon. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, you are an awesome lady.